What up? Streaming live from the beautiful FTJ Studios. It's your host, Addison, man. Welcome to another edition of From the Jump, man. Oh, my goodness, man. We are super turned up right now in the mothership as we speak. But, you know, we got to start off today's show giving a huge congratulations to Drew Brees last night for breaking Peyton Manning's record last night. And that's what we're going to start off today's show with. And we'll start off with Drew Brees. Drew Brees, if you didn't catch last night's game, it, it was a... It was a, it was a Snooze fest last night. The New Orleans Saints defeated the Washington Redskins last night, 43-19. It was no real takeaway from this game last night other than Drew Brees breaking Peyton Manning's record of 71,940-yard career passing yards, which in which he threw on a 62-yard touchdown to Traquan Smith. Y'all take a listen. Wide open. Wide open. And Smith, what a way to do it. Now, after this transpired in the game, I knew, okay, well, for one, it was like 26, I think it was like 26 to 10 at that point, and I think they had just scored again, and I was like, oh, this game, at this point, was over with, but now it's over with even more, and then that was the point in which Drew Brees broke the record, and again, we got to give a double salute to Drew Brees, you know, growing up as a kid, growing up in Atlanta as a kid, I was a Falcons fan, so growing up, I used to hate Drew Brees just because of the fact that he was with the Saints, and of course, the Falcons and the Saints had this rivalry, but as the order I got, I started to gain more and more respect for Drew Brees, but he had one of his best performances last night, he was 26 of 29 last night, 363 yards, three touchdowns, he had a passer rating last night, a completion rating, I'm sorry, of 89.7, which was his career best, and oh, by the way, this all transpired in the Mercedes-Benz Dome last night, so you got to give a double salute to Drew Brees for that hell of a performance last night, and, and, and by the way, what happened to this Washington Redskins defense? I, I thought them adding Josh Norman was going to do something to that defense, was going to add a little spark. But that defense is awful. Jay Gruden, they got to get that team together. Alex Smith is looking like it didn't work out. It's looking like maybe they should have kept Kirk Cousins. Maybe they should have paid Kirk Cousins because Alex Smith clearly isn't the guy. I mean, that's that's really what it's looking like. Again, again, I know they, they lost their starting running back. But now, I'm going to say this about Drew Brees, though. I'm going to switch subject a little bit, and I'm going to say this about Drew Brees. Is he a top five quarterback of all time? That's the question that we're going to ask ourselves. That was the real question that I was asking myself last night. Was Drew Brees a top five quarterback? And then I looked at the list of all the quarterbacks that I, I kind of made a, cur- a curated list, if you will. I'm going to go Brady number one. I'm going to go Manning number two. I'm going to go Rodgers number three. In my lifetime plan, I'm going to go Brett Favre at number four. And I personally, this is just me talking. I like Ben Roethlisberger better than I like Drew Brees. That's just being honest. So I'm going to say Drew Brees is six to me. And five is Ben Roethlisberger. That's just the honest truth. And the reason why I'm going to go Ben Roethlisberger at five is because I've seen Ben Roethlisberger take multiple teams to the Super Bowl. Drew Brees, since 2009, after that Super Bowl in 2009, has only been to the playoffs four times. He has not been back to a Super Bowl. But again, if we had to just compare quarterback for quarterback, if I had to pick one and say I need a win, I'm going to go Ben Roethlisberger over Drew Brees. But now switching gears from football to basketball, Steve Kerr last night in the third quarter of the Warriors preseason game against the Phoenix Suns was ejected. Now y'all take a listen to Steve Kerr getting ejected last night from the Warriors game. Yeah. So, he, he, Kevin's going to. 
Now, it was said that this incident happened just nine seconds after Steph Curry was called for his second offensive foul and the Warriors' sixth foul. Now, of course, they said him and referee Ben Taylor was exchanging words. He said he didn't like Ben Taylor, didn't like what Steve Kerr had to say. He threw him out of there. Now, Steve Kerr, as he was leaving, was mouthing, I don't want to be here anyway. See, the real question that I had with Steve Kerr was what, would he, what did he really mean by when he said, I didn't want to be here anymore? Like, I don't want to be here. Like, what did he mean? Like, did he really not want to be at the game? Now, after the game, he said that he was trying to send a message. But send a message to who, Steve Kerr? Like, this is a championship-level team. But now, what I see going forward for the Golden State Warriors is this is going to be an interesting year for the Golden State Warriors because now they're going for the three-peat. Now they're going for the jugular here. They're going for the three-peat. Now, we've seen that the Miami Heat in the modern era, we've seen the last team to go for this feat was the Miami Heat. And we saw that third year... When they went for the three-peat, everybody was burnt out. We saw everybody was wore out so much so by the time they got to the finals to play the Spurs, the Spurs ran them off the court. They ran them off the court. Y'all remember that final series where it ended in five? Y'all probably don't even remember that series because it happened so quick. Just like this past finals, it happened so quick that we don't even remember. It was like, oh, we just wanted to get that out of the way so we can get to the new season. That's how quick that NBA finals was. So again, I remember vividly Miami being worn out. But I remember what Miami didn't do was that third year they didn't add a piece like DeMarcus Cousins. They stayed pet what they had. They kept Shane Battier. They tried to roll Ray Allen another year. At that point, we knew D-Wade was starting to climb up there. Chris Bosh was still serviceable with battling injuries. At that point, LeBron had been carrying so much of the load that he was burnt out. Now, with this Golden State Warriors team, because of the fact that you have Kevin Durant and you have Steph Curry and you have Klay Thompson and you have Draymond Green, and now that you're adding... DeMarcus Cousins, and not only mention you got Andre Godala, you have veterans on this team. And, and they're relatively all young, and they all have relatively been healthy to this point. Your two main guys, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, kind of been battling some injuries, but nothing to this point has been fatal. This third year going for the three-peat for the Golden State Warriors is going to be very critical. It's going to be very, very, very crucial. And I think it's going to really start Wednesday night against the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, it's a preseason game against the Lakers. But to be real with you, that's probably the Warriors' only competition out in the Western Conference is the Los Angeles Lakers. They have the best player from the East that just came over to the West and LeBron James on their team now. So at this point going forward, that is now a rivalry. I don't see it as a rivalry, but going forward, it will be a rivalry because from this point going forward, I think they play each other four times during the regular season, including the preseason. So that makes five times they will have played each other in a calendar year. They're going to play each other on Christmas, I believe. And I think they play each other on Martin Luther King Day. And I think they play each other another time. But I know they play tomorrow night. Is this AT&T Innovations? Yeah. Wow. This must be for one of our new unlimited wireless plans. Comes with a ton of entertainment options. Great, can you sign for this? Yeah. Hey, uh, what's in that one? That's a shark. New and only with AT&T, you can get unlimited data, 30 plus channels of live TV, and your choice of things like HBO or Pandora Premium. More for your thing, that's our thing. Visit att.com. And this is gonna be an interesting game because they're gonna see how they match up. And it's important for the Lakers to see how they match up against the Golden State Warriors because that's what we're going to really find out. Is this even going to be close? Is this even worth talking about? Me personally, I don't think it's worth talking about, but tomorrow night we're going to find out. We're going to find out if Brandon Ingram can even hold Kevin Durant. That's what we're going to find out. That's why LeBron is pumping up Brandon Ingram because he knows that he's the only specimen in the NBA 
long enough, wiry enough that could even stand in front of Kevin Durant. Anybody else, you don't stand a chance. LeBron himself doesn't even stand a chance because he just isn't built that way. But Brandon Ingram is the only player in the NBA built similarly to Kevin Durant. Again, they're not even in the same stratosphere, not even in the same breath. I typically don't take too much stock in the preseason basketball, but now is the time when you should be developing habits. I know the regular season is typically when they start developing habits, but during the preseason is, is, is crucial when you start developing habits and you're starting to see, okay, what lineups go, go against Will. Again, they're not going to play the whole game. They'll probably play like a, a quarter or two, and then that'll be that. You know, We'll get to just see a quick little glance at what it'll look like, but this is going to be a crucial year. And we're going to find out if the champs are really up for the challenge. I believe this year they're going for the jugular. They're going for the three-peat. I think Kevin Durant will be the final MVP one more time. One more time. I think it's just it's just in his blood. I think this is the year. He's been playing basketball all summer. And this is the year, I believe, that he is going to take his game to the next level. He's been telling you guys, been snubbing him. He's been telling you they're not looking at him no more because of the fact that he joined the Golden State Warriors. They've been telling him that all summer long. And he's just been playing basketball. He really ain't been on the social medias and making little burner account Twitters and all of that. My man really just been about his hoops straight up all summer long. So this is going to be an important year for the Golden State Warriors. At some point, whenever DeMarcus Cousins come back, that's when they're going to take Golden State to the next level.